0: Chapter 15 of Bransford of Rainbow Range by Eugene Manlove Rhodes. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 15 Goodbye. They have ridden the low moon out of the sky. Their hoofs drum up the dawn. Two strong men. Kipling. I'm not speaking of her now, and I'm not going to, protested Gibson in a changed tone. I'll promise. My horse is failing, Jeff i rode hard and fast from escondido your horse carried nothing much but a saddle that pack was mostly bluff you know and those fellows horses have come twenty miles less than either of ours no answer i don't believe we're going to make it jeff there was a forlorn little quaver in charlie's voice jeff grunted "Eh, maybe not griffith'll be real pleased gibson rode closer can't we turn off the road and hide till daylight said jeff then they'll get us no way out of this desert except across the edges somewhere you go if you want to they won't bother to hunt for you maybe if they get me no it's my fault i'll see it out i'm sorry jeff but it was so funny here rather to jeff's surprise charlie's dejection gave place to laughter they rode up a sandy slope where mesquites grew black along the road Blown sand had lodged two hummocks in their thick and matted growth. The road was a sunken way. How far is it from here, Jeff? Ten miles, maybe only eight, to the river. We're in Texas now. Have been for an hour. Think we can make it? Quien sabe? Gibson drew rein. You go on. Your horse isn't so tired. Oh, I guess not, said Jeff. Come on. The sound of pursuit came clear through the quiet night. There was silence for a while. "'What will you do, Jeff? Fight?' "'I can't,' said Jeff. "'Hurt those boys? I couldn't fight, the way it is. Hardly even, if twas the sheriff. I'll just hang, I reckon.' They reached the top of the little slope, and turned down the other side. "'I don't altogether like this hangin' idea,' said Gibson. "'I got you into this, Jeff, so I'll just get you out again. Like the man in our town who was so wondrous wise, going to use bramble bushes too.' volatile gibson in the stress of danger had forgotten his wrath he was light-hearted happy frivolously gay give me your rope and your gun jeff quick now no i won't mention your girl not once hurry what are you going to do asked jeff thoroughly mystified ever read the fool's errand charlie chuckled no well i have jump off and tie the end of your rope to that mesquite root he sprang down snatched one end of the coil from jeff's hand and stretched it taut across the road a foot from the ground now your gun quick he snatched the gun tied an end of his own saddle rope to the stretched one near the middle plunged through the mesquite over a hummock paying out his rope as he went wedged the gun firmly in the springing crotch of a mesquite tree cocked it and tied the loose end of the trailing rope to the trigger he ran back and sprang on his horse now ride it's our last chance kid you're a wonder said jeff you'll do to take along they'll lope off when they turn down that slope hit that rope and pile in a heap and my rope will fire the gun off shrilled joyous charlie they'll think it's us and an ambuscade they'll take to the sand hills jeff broke in they'll shoot into the bushes they'll think it's us firing back half the time they'll scatter out and surround that lonesome harmless mont and watch it till daylight you bet they won't go projecting round it any till daylight either he looked up at the sky there's the morning star see it they have ridden the low moon out of the sky only there isn't any moon their hoofs drum up the dawn then they'll find our tracks and if i only could see the captain's face oh my threshings and the corn of my floor and by then we'll be in mexico and asleep when griffith finds that gun oh he'll never show his head in arcadia again say charlie i hope none of em get hurt when they strike your skip rope Ah, it's sandy a heap you cared about me getting hurt when you dragged me from my horse said gibson rather snappishly you did hurt me too you nearly broke my neck and you cut my arms and i got full of mesquite thorns when i set that gun you don't care i'm only the man that came to save your neck that's the thanks i get But the men that are trying to hang you— That's different. You'd better go back. They might get hurt. You'll be sorry sometime for the way you've treated me. There. It's too late now. A shot rang behind them. There was a brief silence. Then came a sharp fusillade, followed by scattering shots, dwindling to longer intervals. Jeff clung to a saddle horn. I guess they ain't hurt much, he laughed. Wish I could see them when they find out go oh, down kid we've got lots of time now we haven't protested charlie keep moving it's hard on the horses but they'll have a lifetime to rest in they've telegraphed all over the country you want to cross the river before daylight it would be too bad for you to be caught now is there any ford do you know not this time of year rivers up cross in a boat then guess we'd better that horse of yours is pretty well used up don't believe he could swim it oh i'm not going over i'll get up to el paso i've got friends there you'll get caught no i won't i'm not going across i tell you and that's all there is to it i guess i'll have something to say about things i'm going to see you safely over and that's the last you'll ever see of Charlie gibson oh well jeff reflected a little if you're sure you won't come along i'd rather swim my horse is strong yet you see it takes time to find a boat and a boat means a house and dogs and i'll need my horse on the other side how will you get to el paso griffith will likely come down here about an hour by sun cross lots a cryin i'll manage that said gibson curtly enough you tend to your own affair oh all right jeff rode ahead he whistled and then he chanted his war song said the little liliopus i'm going to be a horse and on my middle finger-nails to run my earthly course the choreophedon was horrified the ninacharis was shocked and the chaste young Hippus, but he skipped away and mocked said they you always were as small and mean as now we see and that's conclusive evidence that you're always going to be what be a great tall handsome beast with hoofs to gallop on why you'll have to change your nature said the Fonadon. jeff well jeff turned his head charlie was drooping visibly stop that foolish song jeff rode on in silence this was a variable person gibson they were dropping down from the mesa into the valley of the rio grande jeff jeff fell back beside charlie Tire partner jeff i'm terribly tired i'm not used to riding so far and i'm sleepy so sleepy all right partner we'll go slower we'll walk most there now there's the railroad keep on trotting i can stand it we must get to the river before daylight is it far charlie's voice was weary the broad sombrero drooped sympathetically two miles to the river el paso seven or eight miles up the line brace up old man you've done fine and dandy it's just because the excitement is all over why should you go any farther anyhow there's isleta up the track a bit follow the road up there and flag the first train that'll be best no no i'll go all the way i'll make out charlie straightened himself with an effort they crossed the S.B. track and came to a lane between cultivated fields jeff i'd like to say something it won't be breaking my promise really i didn't mean what i said about uh, you know i was only teasing she's a good enough girl i guess as girls go jeff nodded i did not need to be told that and you left her in a cruel position when you jumped out of the window she can't tell now so long as there's any other way what a foolish thing to do if you just said at first that you were in the garden oh why didn't you but after the chances you took rather than to tell why jeff it would be terrible for her now i know that too said jeff i suppose i was a fool but i didn't want her to get mixed up with it and at the same time i cared less about hanging than any time i can remember you see i didn't know till the last minute that the garden was going to cut any figure and do you suppose i'd have that courthouse full of fools buzzing and whispering at her Not much. Maybe it was foolish, but I'm glad I did it. I'm glad of it, too. If you had to be a fool, said Charlie, I'm glad you were that kind of fool. Are you still mad at me? Since Charlie had recanted, and more especially since he had taken considerate thought for the girl's compulsory silence, Jeff's anger had evaporated. That's all right, partner. Only you oughtn't never to talk that way about a girl, even for a joke. That's no good kind of a joke men now that's different see here i'll give you an order to a fellow in el paso hibbler to pay for your horses and your gun here's your belt too charlie shook his head impatiently i don't want any money settle with pappy for the horses i won't take this one back keep the belt you may want it to beat me with sometime. what are you going to do jeff aren't you ever coming back sure i'll come back if only to see griffith again i'll write to john wesley pringle he's my mainest side-partner, and sick him on to find out who robbed that bank, to prove it, rather. I just about almost nearly know who it was. Old Wessel straightened things out a flying. I'll be back in no time. I gotta come back, Charlie.' The river was in sight. The stars were fading. There was a flush in the east, a smell of dawn in the air. "'Jeff, I wish you'd do something for me.' "'Sure, Charlie. What is it?' i wish you'd give me that little turquoise horse to remember you by jeff was silent for a while he had framed out another plan for the little Eopus, namely to give him to miss eleanor he sighed but he owed a good deal to charlie all right charlie take good care of him he's a lucky little horse i think a heap of him here we are the trees were distinct in the growing light jeff rode into the river the muddy river swirled about his horse's knees he halted for parting gibson rode in beside him jeff took the precious alice book from his bosom put it in the crown of his miner's cap and jammed the cap tightly on his head better change your mind charlie come along we'll root somebody out and find a dish of stewed eggs there is another shore you know upon the other side the farther off from england the nearer tis to france then turn not pale beloved snail but come and join the dance will you won't you no i won't i told you once snapped the beloved snail here's the liliopis horse then as charlie took it jeff wrung his hand by george i've got to change my notion of arcadia people if there's many like you and griffith arcadia's going to crowd the map well so long it looks awful wide jeff oh i'll be all right swim it myself if the horse plays out and if i don't have no cramps as i might of course after this ride well here goes nothing take care of the little horse i hope he brings you good luck well so long then bransford rode into the muddy waters they came to the horse's breast his neck he plunged in sank rose and was borne away down the swift current breasting the flood stoutly, and so went quartering across to the farther bank. It took a long time. It was quite light when the horse, found footing on a sandbar half a mile below, rested and splashed whitely through the shallows to the bank. Gibson swung his sombrero, Jeff waved his hand, rode to the fringing bushes, and was gone. End of chapter 15